Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. I have Michelle Cobb with me. And her theme is casting choices. How's that, Michelle? Very good. Thank you. I'm impressed. (laughs) Day four, you get it. (laughs) Day four, I get it, but I get it. (laughs) Okay, tell me what, what we're talking about today. When Ghosts Come Home by Wiley Cash, read by J.D. Jackson. Another Earphones winner. Another Earphones winner by another Golden Voice. Yes. Okay, so tell me about Wiley Cash and When the Ghosts Come Home. We visit small town North Carolina in the 1980s, where Sheriff Winston Barnes is struggling with his political rival, Bradley Fry, when he gets dragged into an unusual case. A plane has crashed and a black man has been shot. So would-be Sheriff Fry, who is white, and his crowd start harassing the dead man's family, particularly this young brother-in-law, Jay, whose perspective is also portrayed. So we've got Sheriff Winston Barnes, and we've got Jay, and we also hear from Barnes's daughter, Colleen, who's come home after being devastated by the loss of a pregnancy. Oh. Is she married? She is. Is her husband with her? No, he's not. So this is a book full of tension. We've got anger boiling beneath the surface, and it's a mystery. So that's unraveling as well. And it's got quite an ending, of course. And it has J.D. Jackson. Hooray. Yes, yes. His voice is rich, and it's always very, you know, spot on for mysteries. But I was really considering, as I listened to this, in a world where we're hearing more and more multi-voice narration, I wondered why, with three perspectives broken down by chapter, even though it was in the third person, why didn't they have three different narrators? Go ahead. Did you did you come to a conclusion about this? Well, I tracked down the producer and uh-huh. I said... A little inside information here. Yeah, I said, I know it's third person, not first person, but like, why did you go with just JD as the narrator? And she said two different things, which completely made sense. First of all, the author was really into having J.D. read the whole thing. Great. Author influence makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And as she pointed out, which I totally agreed with, it was as if Wiley Cash was writing for J.D. How interesting. You know, when you're hearing all of that, it's like, yeah, I really felt like he's got J.D.'s voice in his head as he's writing that. And as you say that, I'm... I'm- seeing that, in fact, this is the first Wiley Cash book that J.D. has narrated. So it clearly Wiley knows his work. Yeah, I would think so, yes. And I can't say for sure that he had his voice, you know, J.D.'s voice in his head, but, um, it, you know, it's a great match. And it just goes to show you how little things can be swayed within decisions. You know, the author's in general, did not get involved in the audiobook many years ago. And now they're oftentimes helping to choose the narrator and helping to guide selection. And I think this is a great example of it was a fantastic listening experience. It could have been a fantastic listening experience with multiple narrators as well. So I like to know the nitty gritty of why did they go down one path and not the other? 
Well, why don't we listen to a little bit now? Do you have to set this up? This is Colleen, and you get to hear some of the truly delicious language that's in this mystery. Okay, this is When Ghosts Come Home by Wiley Cash, read by J.D. Jackson. The talk turned to birth announcements, and they decided that when the baby came in June, they would run announcements in Wilmington for Scott's parents, Oak Island for Colleen's, and here in Dallas for their own new family, because this city would be the baby's home. When they returned the newspapers to the bottom of the clock's cabinet, they stocked them oldest to most recent, just as they'd found them. Now, each time Colleen saw the grandfather clock, as she had on this dark morning where it stood sentinel at the far end of the hallway, she thought, vaguely but powerfully, of time and change and tragedy and life and all the ways we hang on to these things, store them, and then take them out over the years to leaf through the memories in their pages. Uh, you know, aside from having a voice that's like a mixture of caramel and sandpaper, I love his <laughs> pacing. Yes. He knows how to give weight to words, and he knows how to use pauses. Yes, and that's why he can effectively play three different characters, you know, yeah. plus all of the dialogue uh, in, you know, many books, not just this one. Yeah, no, he's great. He really is great. And in earphones winner for this, as you said, so hooray, he should be. Yes, and a golden voice, right? Yeah, so a golden he's, voice. He he's got everything. He does, he does. And so nice, too. I know. Isn't, doesn't that horrify you? Like, how can you be talented and nice? There must be something <laughs> wrong with you. Well. And gorgeous, that too, I have found right? so far you know? completely gorgeous. Yeah, I was, yes. I was just going to say. <laughs> so here's to J.D. Jackson, and he was reading When Ghosts Come Home by Wiley Cash. Okay, great, great, great suggestion. Thank you, Michelle. You are most welcome. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Blackstone Publishing. When the COVID lockdown threatens to keep Oliver and Kiara apart, Oliver suggests they move in together. A month later, detectives discover a body in Oliver's apartment. Has the lockdown created an opportunity for the perfect crime? Find out when you listen to 56 Days by Katherine Ryan Howard, narrated by Alana Kerr Collins. And follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts. And then leave us a rating on Apple because it helps people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.